It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. On this episode of Community Spotlight, we shine it on the Mentors of California. Marcus Struther, President and CEO of Mentor California, is our guest. Education, uh, Marcus, has been a lifelong work of yours, a lifelong uh, decision to, to try to make our youth uh get to a place that that allows them to feel that they can move forward how important has education been to you to 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 the point where you're part of this organization throughout the state of california yeah it's a great question i appreciate it and you know really the first thing i could say education for me just from a k-12 standpoint as a as a young man really just trying to figure out who i was you know being a, a interracial child and uh, getting a whole lot of different aspects from my mother's side of the family to my father's side, being able to have teachers that could help me understand and kind of guide me in the right direction was great. Uh, moving into an HBCU, uh, I'm a graduate of HBCU, University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, uh, you know, just created another village for me in the education aspect. And then, of course, spending 22 years in public education as a teacher, high school administrator, district director, before starting Mentor California. So understanding the importance of this work, understanding the importance of loving on young people and helping them understand, you know, that they are what we want to see in terms of uh, the future and the needs and how we move this country forward, how we move uh, who we are forward. And education just is uh, that factor that allows all of us to be able to move in a way that helps us thrive. Marcus, where are we in that regard? How would you term the relationship for youth and having mentors or, or rela- relationships with youth having support from uh, an adult that allows them to kind of build themselves up and, and get themselves to a position where they can move forward and they can be a contributor to society. What What's the one word that you use as you look at this scenario that you're part of every day? The one word I would use uh, immediately would say life data, right? I'm putting those together. That's two words, but we've been saying it as a hashtag, right? Life data matters. So I'm thinking of it in that aspect, but respecting, you know, the one word, really just trying to get folks to understand um, young people are whole humans, you know, who are bigger than GPAs, they're bigger than graduation rates, they're bigger than attendance rates, right? They, they're coming with real stories, really needing us as adults to be able to help guide them, but also be able to just help listen. You know, they have a lot of the answers that we're trying to find. So instead of trying to be in control of the of the narrative, how can we really support young people? So I think about it in that aspect. I'm gonna hashtag it so it feels like one word, Vince, and say life data matters. Marcus, this is an enormous state with a with a melting pot of population. So how do you attack that and mentor California? Still working on that. You know, still trying to figure out how we do that at the best level. We are a statewide organization as the affiliate uh, for Mentor the National Partnership out of Boston. Uh, we do have, it's me and one other staff member right now, but we do have a phenomenal board. Uh, we have folks all the way in San Diego, all the way up to Humboldt County. So that really helps us. 
But then we also know that, you know, we have 280 plus programs that we support. So we're constantly diving in and asking them to be able to help, you know, tackle this work in the right way, whether it be training, whether it be focus groups, whether it be helping with design labs and supporting school districts. So there's still a lot of learning for us to do, but we're excited to be able to be in this space, to be able to connect with folks uh, that are really intentional about making sure that our young people here in California thrive in the right way. Marcus Struther joining us. He is the president and CEO of uh, Mentor California. Marcus, how does somebody from the adult side get involved with the organization? Beautiful question. For adults that want to get involved, mentorcaliforniayouth.org. Go to our website, go to our resource page. There you will see the tab, Become a Mentor. It's very easy for folks to sign up. We have a drop-down menu that just asks some uh, specific questions. From there, you can search within 25 miles of where you are to say, hey, I want to be a mentor, what programs are available, and any of the programs that we are able to support and that are a part of our connector, we have 281. They will pop up within that 25 miles, and you can reach out to them directly, or you can reach out to us, and we'll make that connection so that we can get more mentors. And mentor recruitment is probably one of our biggest hurdles right now as we continue to do this work. You mentioned all the different organizations that are involved under the umbrella of Mentor California and how you can put them in touch. Somebody from the other side may be saying, I really want to get involved. I'm curious about what is the uh, what is needed for me from a time perspective in order for me to, to make a contribution. I'm sure you, ha- you have an answer that, that can solve just about anybody's question in that regard. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple things to think about. There's reason, season, lifetime, mentoring, and that's the way that we like to put it. Sometimes it is a pretty deep connection where a lot of programs will ask you to commit for a year, and it may be somewhere up to one to three hours a week being able to check in. And sometimes that doesn't always mean that you have to go somewhere with your young person. Sometimes it's just getting on the phone and checking in and making sure that young person is okay. But we do also do workplace mentoring, which is great opportunities. I know the Oakland A's have thought about how do we bring folks into the space and connect them with staff that is here at the Oakland Athletics to be able to, one, show our young people different opportunities, right? How can you be in Major League Baseball and actually not be a player? There are many ways. Uh, But that is just another way to be able to build a connection and say, hey, here's who I am. Here's my career. And if you're interested, I can give you some tips, some opportunities to be able to move into that space. So it doesn't have to always be about a large commitment. Sometimes it's just about attending a networking event that allows people to be able to meet you and young people to be able to connect with you, whether it be through LinkedIn or email. Um, But then I will say at the end of the day, there are some young people that you just build a bond with. And I have young folks that I've been mentoring and are part of my life for the last 17, 18, 19 years, right? And they've become mentors for me because I don't know everything, and now they're getting much smarter than I, especially when it comes to this technology piece. You got a lot of stuff happening, and it's there's a, there's a lot of acreage to cover, and with that comes the need for, for support financially. How do people get involved in that regard? Yeah, again, mentorcaliforniayouth.org. We have our donate page. Uh, you can go there and be able to donate through our fiscal sponsor, Community Initiatives, who is phenomenal right there in the Oakland area. The other thing, though, that I'll lift up, Vince, and I'm going to need you to help me through this because I'm afraid of heights. Uh, But my board, who is absolutely phenomenal, uh, thought about a challenge grant. We got LinkedIn to give us a very nice donation of $35,000. And what has been asked is if we can raise another $35,000 by the end of December, right, by the end of the year 2022, 
I, the president and CEO, will skydive, leap into National Mentoring Month, which is January 2023. Uh, and I am not somebody who's excited about heights, but I am excited about bringing the awareness of mentoring and really being able to lift up the opportunity to support more young people. So we have our there on the website we have our donate page we also if you go and check out any of our social media you'll be able to find our link tree which will also get you to our challenge grant and help us raise that money so that uh i could be afraid and and jump into national mentoring leap into national mentoring month in january selling and vince if you want to leave with me i'll take it i need some company <laughs> selling stuff that we're going to pay very close attention to it wish you all the best on that marcus what, what do you hear from the youth when they're asking for a mentor you know that that worry that word means something to an adult. It probably means something different to the youth. What do they come back with you and saying? You may call it a mentor, but this is all I'm asking for. I need this or th th something that would help me do A, B, or C. Yeah, that's a great question. One of the things that we did intentionally with Mentor California is we have three youth board members, two college students, one is a high school student, uh, and they help us in every aspect with doing focus groups and design labs with young people. And here's what I'll say that we hear often from young folks is at the end of the day, don't overthink this thing about mentoring, right? Don't feel like you gotta uh, become an ATM or that you have to take us into your household. Really just be there. Check on me if I need you show up, right? Sometimes get out of the way and let me bump my head because that's okay too. Uh, but young people are just looking, you know, for that one caring adult who is going to be there and be available when they need them and whatever aspect that that may look like. Sometimes it may be, you know, I really need you to help me get this job or walk me through an interview or help me understand, you know, just mentally what I'm going through because I'm having some challenges with my mental health. But sometimes it could be just as simple as, checking in and I may not need you at all, but thank you. I know you're there and I appreciate that. The last thing I'll say is, you know, I love this. A young person told me one day, they said, if you have to put me in your calendar, then you're not my mentor because I shouldn't be an appointment. I should be somebody that you care about and that is able to check in with you at any point, um, whether you can show up or not. Uh, at least I know that I can reach out and you'll give me some feedback, even if it's I can't talk right now, but I'll check in with you later. So don't make don't make young people a calendar appointment. That's not who they are. They're whole humans who really, just really want somebody that's there. Marcus, I, I've raised three kids, one son, two daughters. Uh, they're in their 20s now, but they came through and, and certainly has expanded even since then, and our youngest is 20. The amount of distractions that are out there, that's number one, but yet the the amount of creativity that the youth have today and trying to find a way to either separate them or put them together and, and allow them to understand that things that make you you are things that we want you to build on and, and things that uh, you know maybe somebody on the adult side can encourage them to do. What do you, what do you see in that regard? As somebody that's been in education for as long as you have to, to see how that has transpired over the years. Yeah, I love that question because, you know, today's world is a little bit different and young people can show up in ways uh, that many of us were not able to or just didn't have the the mindset yet to be able to do that. Uh, and really, you know, sometimes we think about this in five aspects, right? How do we empower and affirm young people, right? How do we give them the opportunity to really lead and move in the way that they need to? As I stated before, getting out of the way, really listening and observing, right? showing up for young people when they need us, which is really, really important. 
but really just understanding that, you know, as adults, there's an opportunity for us to also learn from young people. And if you're doing mentoring the right way, you'll get just as much out of it as they are, right? So when you step into those spaces, step into those spaces knowing that these young people can do a lot of really great work. They have a really great mind. They want to show up and be in spaces and they want to be heard. So listen, you know, allow them to be able to guide you sometimes uh, and be okay with that, especially as we start seeing all of the new um, creative genius that comes out of these young folks. It's amazing. What's the difference for you with the word education? What some people think about hard and fast about education and what it's kind of evolving to now in the modern day with, with so many other opportunities, so many different ways for, for people to use their skill set in a way that is education, but may not be the formal education that a lot of people uh, remember growing up themselves. Yeah, so COVID-19, that pandemic allowed the education system to really try to revamp itself and get away from what we know as the traditional model. I will be the first to say, I think the education system, I think it, it was a failure on our part to really try to think about how do we revamp this work uh, or, or refresh it. I'll use the term refresh. When I think about education, I think about liberation. And I think about my two sons. I have twin boys, 17 year olds, getting ready to be seniors in high school. And one young, one of my young men wanted to go back to the traditional setting and be in that space. The other one said, dad, I like being homeschooled. I appreciate being able to do my work online at my own pace, being able to do music at home when I wanna do music and not feel like I have to be bogged down to a certain schedule. We have to be ready and okay with allowing what we believe to be the way to do school to not be the way to do school because young people, uh, are seeing this in a way that really um, probably feels disturbing to us, I'll quote this, air quote this, older folks, uh, but they are really changing uh, this idea of education and how we can learn and how young people can actually be in that creative genius the way that we want them to. You know, I would say this often as an administrator with my teachers is that my babies are fine. It's you adults that we got to work on, right? And that's what I think we need to shift and want to do with Mentor California is really how do we support and be a resource for adults? Because what we don't recognize is that we often Vince put triggered adults in front of young people and then some things start to happen and those triggered adults who haven't healed, who haven't become uh, okay with themselves, haven't been healthy in their mind uh, to really be able to open up and really see that things are different now and that our young people are coming into these spaces differently. Uh, we, we get stagnant and we can't move in the space. And I want us to be able to move in the space, especially as uh, we, I won't say come out of this pandemic because it's not going away, but really start to see uh, our young people grow uh, at, a, at a very fast pace, but in a very creative and special, exciting space that I am excited to be a part of. Um, but I know my time will be coming to an end soon in terms of, uh, you know, this old guy eventually is gonna have to move out of the way. Marcus Struthers, the president and CEO of Mentor California. MentorCaliforniaYouth.org is the website to go to. Marcus, take me down the path of, of positive stories. Uh, maybe first from the youth side and what you've experienced. And you, you mentioned even maybe a couple of them have risen to the point where they're now a part of your board and they can help tell those stories and continue to build those bridges. And maybe from the, from the corporate side of people that for one reason or another, they weren't as involved as they wanted to be. And once they got involved, they've come to the conclusion that there's opportunity to to grasp this group of youth 
because they are they're truly the future we know that and we want to make sure that we can enhance that future as best we can yeah so two really great stories um that come to mind for me very quickly is one you know in this education space and i'm going to try to make this short vince but it, it's it's a story that actually got me to a place that really allowed me to understand the importance of leading with love uh, when I was in my second year as an administrator, I was the dean of students. Uh, my principal at the time decided that they wanted to let go of me, right? So fire me, go another way, however you want to think about it. Uh, and as a mentor who had started a program called Brother to Brother because of my mentor, Dr. Tyrone Bledsoe, uh, and then eventually my young ladies were like, Strother, we need a program too. So we started Sister Circle and then, of course, LEAP. Uh, we had about 400 young people, and I say we, thinking about my wife, who, who has helped me with this a lot. And, you know, those young people were invested in who we were as we were invested in them. And when this administrator decided they wanted to let me go, uh, my young people, there were about 1,200 students in the school, and my young people said no. Uh, and we came back to school back in Illinois, where I'm from, and over 700 young people uh, sat down in the middle of the hallway and refused to go to class. They did this for two weeks until the school board decided to vote in my favor and kept me and I stayed at that school for another seven years before moving to uh, California here. But what was special about that was that the young man who was interviewed, I'll never forget this, he was interviewed and asked why they did that. And he said, if they were willing to get rid of the one man that we know loves us, then they definitely can't care about who we are as young people. And all of that came from my mentorship and the work that I was doing uh, in really being able to pour into young folks. And what has happened is that those young people are still a part of my life, right? They, they are mentoring me now. They are supporting me in a lot of this work. They are uh, really just diving in and being a part of who we are and trying to continue to build this out and now have become mentors themselves, right? So if you do this work in the right way, what's great about it is that you invest in young people who eventually want to invest in young people. So I'm going to continue my thought with the Sacramento Kings and not to say that um, they were not invested in, in mentoring and youth development because they are, they're a phenomenal partner in this work. But what I will say is that they have continued to dive deeper and deeper and deeper into this uh, partnership with us at Mentor California. We have a great partnership with the NBA in totality, uh, the Golden State Warriors. We have a member of their staff getting ready to join our board in July, which we're really excited about. Uh, and of course the Clippers have been a phenomenal partner as well. But the Kings have been uh, really invested to the point where they have allowed young people to come into their workspace, where they have tried to build out internships. They've created a mentor of the month during January, uh, January with National Mentoring Month. Uh, they have invested $25,000 into Mentor California. And they just continue to try to expand this work uh, really because they understand the importance of uh, investing in young people in a way that allows them to thrive. So it's been really exciting for us to not only see how the Sacramento Kings have invested in mentoring, but the NBA in its totality across the board with our other affiliates. Uh, and even the WNBA is starting to step into that space with our mentor Maryland DC work um, that our affiliate is doing there. So we're really excited about that. And we're really excited to see um, the corporate side of the NBA, right? Not just the players, but actual staff, uh, folks really trying to dive in and help young people thrive has been exciting. Marcus, uh, how important have the Oakland A's been to you with the Oakland A's Community Fund? And also just, you know, when you think of Oakland, you think about how diverse this community is and still how many of the challenges that are there, but in some ways how the A's are involved with you with Mentor California and others to try to continue to make this the best place it can be. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I, I love that you bring that up because again, it's that investment in bringing awareness to mentoring, right? Opportunities like this to be able to share time with you and talk about this work, uh, making us the nonprofit of the game, bringing other mentoring programs uh, to be the nonprofit of the game, to really be able to shine light um, not only on Mentor California, but on all of the community programs that are out there doing amazing work. I will say that Oakland is easily uh, been one of the uh, high points for us across the state uh, when it comes to the investment in us as a, a corporate as a company um, but really just in mentoring in totality right so thinking about the kingmakers of Oakland thinking about the hidden genius project thinking about Tim Inc thinking about Team Inc excuse me thinking about the ever forward club cinnamon girls and so on and so forth uh, it's just been really phenomenal to see uh, the Oakland Athletics really get invested in this. We've been able to create a video that we've shared out on social media that has the Oakland Athletics uh, as a part of it as well. And it's just important for us to see you all really step in the space and use your platform to say, hey, we know that not only is uh, it important for us to give funding, um, it's really important for us to really just shine a light on the work so that people see that there is opportunity here, there are young people that need us, and how can you invest? And we're going to show you, and we're going to model that by being the best, you know, Oakland Athletics team that we can be, and we love that. Marcus, because of my wife's uh, experience in education as well, and working both uh, on the school level and also at the district level, uh, it, it means a lot, and she has come in contact with, and we've we've had all kinds of it, administrators and educators, you know, at our house uh, celebrating and just having fun and allowing them to kind of relax and release because of the challenges they have on a daily basis. But to be in a, in a spot where you are, to do what you what you have done for decades, it, it takes a special person. You know, people always discuss about the challenges that education has. And while the challenges are true and they're real and they need to improve, the people that are on the front line still believe in the mission, they still believe in. We want to, we want to make this a better place. And how encouraged are you from, from the time that you were a part of and seeing Mentor California begin and grow with all the other umbrellas or other you know, groups that are under that umbrella moving forward? Where do you see things going uh, down the road? Yeah, that's a really great question and point. You know, in terms of. It takes a special person, right? And, and we were just talking about this today. I said, we, I'm thinking about Mentoring California because we spoke at the California After School Network Symposium today. I, I'm really encouraged for a couple different reasons. One, I want to lift up our governor who has really put, you know, some strong money in back of education and back of after school, uh, expanded learning, really trying to support that. Even with our state superintendent lifting up, you know, the importance of starting a statewide mentoring program which we're hoping to see launch uh, pretty quickly here. It is awesome for me to be in spaces with after school folks who I know are everyday mentors as well, who are really leaning into this work and really trying to learn more about how can we become a better mentor? How can we get a mentoring mindset in these spaces? How can we really lean in in a special way? And then of course our teachers who are already being asked to do you know 101 things, uh, they are our everyday mentors as well. And they are continuously showing up even after a pandemic, even after, you know, not knowing what this was going to look like, even after trying to figure out how do we uh, incorporate new, fresh ideas so that young people are excited. So we're extremely encouraged, uh, you know, through our TA work, we're able to dive in and really spend a lot of time with different programs. Um, we have a couple different districts that we support now who are really trying to figure out how do we do this the right way. 
Uh, and when I think about that, I think about our relationship-centered schools initiative that really is trying to get folks to understand that mentoring should not be an additive to a school. It should be intentional. It should be all the time. And it should be inserted in a way that young people know that outside of the math, outside of the English, outside of the science, we care about you as whole humans. We want to make sure that you know we want to invest in your heart. And once we do that, everything else will follow. Everything else will continue to show up. Uh, so I'm extremely encouraged about this work. I love California. I love the work that we're doing. I love the programs that we're able to support. And I know it's only going to continue to grow. MentorCaliforniaYouth.org. That's the place to go get information on how to donate, how to participate, learn so much about what they're doing in our great state. Marcus Strother, the president and CEO of Mentor California. You've got a little less than six months, $35,000. And I'll be looking to the sky, Marcus. I'm, I'm anxious to see that happen when you jump out of the plane. That would be That'll be a great day for sure. I appreciate you spending some time with us in our community spotlight, and we wish you all the best. Thank you. I appreciate you, Vince. Talk soon. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.